0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hawkins Do Coffee Podcast. My name is Rand, And my name is Emily. And in this podcast we talk about all things Stranger Things. And I am very excited to record this episode because we're going to be talking about the episode titles that we weren't able to fit into last week's episode because it was us and we spoke for a very long time about the trailer.
1: Yeah, to um, back that point up, this is something that's been gone on about for the last two days of just, can we film it today? I want to do that. And we just did it. Um, but we're filming it now, so we can we can all embrace this moment and enjoy it that's happening.
0: I'm excited, just because like, there's things that I'm um, just like, I'm so excited to talk about and like so many different theories and stuff. And also I was, I predicted, well I didn't predict, my wish was episode titles and we didn't think we'd get them and we got them.
1: We did get that. we got a lot. Basically, if you somehow missed it, Stranger Things Day delivered uh, two weeks ago now. Two weeks ago? No, a week yeah, ago. It was last week. Yeah, last week. Stranger Things Day delivered last week and gave us all the information. We filmed one episode at eleven thirty at night. It's currently not as late. Um, but that's what that's what happened. So we're here now completing our well, we're 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 on the way to completing our apparently Stranger Things Day series. And episode titles are happening but before we get into episode titles there are many places you can catch us talking about episode titles and more things if you want um, and those places are apple Podcasts, spotify google podcast stitcher amazon music and audible.com at hawkins do you copy and then you can find us on social media instagram facebook twitter at hawkins podcast and on youtube and tumblr at hawkins do you copy there is a question of the week this week but I think the way we're going to do it, probably easier to integrate it within the episode. because so we asked you your opinions on the episode titles. Did you have any theories? Did you have any just general opinions or anything you'd like? Anything, anything. It was like an anything you goes kind of thing. And I think like a lot of the things that we're actually going to talk about are going to come into that a little bit. So we will pop in those responses as and when we need them. Yes. Um, I
0: think that will be a very good idea. People were very excited about talking about the episode titles. Very excited
1: about talking about the episode titles. And one thing that came up multiple times, actually, is what a lot of people think the episode titles, maybe a few of them are fake. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So this is something that has happened. We obviously had The Lost Brother was the original title of The Lost Sister because Callie was originally going to be Eleven's brother instead of urban sister. Um, so there's a little bit moments like that. I think obviously there were a few that in season three. So the one with the Latin title, I can never remember the full title, the El Plumerus. Blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. That one. Um, that was originally something else. Um, I there was there was a few of them in that. So what ones in this do we think potentially are fake outs?
0: I wouldn't be surprised if the Nina Project is, but simply that Nina is not the name.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. I wonder if some of these will not necessarily be fake titles, but there'll be ones where they'll think there is a better title for this. So actually, a few people said that. So the Nina Project and the Piggyback, Possible Decoy titles... Um, Timfall hat is on. Um, if a lot, if not all, are fake. Yeah, the Nina project seems to be a, a common, a common one for this. I have something to say about the piggyback one, but I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but this seems to be a bit of a mystery about who Nina is actually. Yeah. Um, that a lot of people I've seen it online have been speculating that the Nina project is the name for getting all the numbers back together. That's something that I've seen is a bit of a popular theory. So it's been kind of like a thing of the Nina project. Because obviously, if you think about it, the and this is something that I am not taking credit for. This is something that was said online. I can't remember where I read it, but I'm very annoyed that I didn't think of it, because I said something very similar when the Hawkins Lab teaser came up and the name of the song being from the musical or the opera was Nina, I think, or the character within it was Nina. Um, and so I'm very annoyed at myself I didn't think of this um, But obviously within that It was all about coming home to a lost love Wasn't it? Or something that I'll come home to you And I'm going to find you It was something like that I, I can't remember the exact lyrics So I think that possibly the idea That that's what the Nina Project is Is looking like a, a good shout If I can find that original post I will find a way to link it I, I think they might be
0: onto something there. I know that we have theories on who number one could be. Hmm. But what if it's called the Nina Project? Because number one was called Nina. Hmm. Do you know that also Nina is child? Like, like it's like little girl, really. I know that that's like, it would be boys as well. But like, la Nina is... um. Girl
1: in Spanish. Are we thinking that it, that maybe that is it then? That it's not. A, I don't want to say it's a code name because obviously, as you said, that it's a Spanish word. But maybe we're think reading it as Nina, but it's actually it's actually not Nina. It's what you said,
0: yeah. And that they're using like a generalization for that. And that co- boys is niño, so like it wouldn't just be. There's obviously little boys in the mm-hmm. lab as well, but. But if you think about what we've canonically seen though within the show, we
1: don't know. Because if you think about they're all the heads are shaved.
0: Yeah. And
1: they are given quite a neutral appearance in a way. That if you think about Eleven, when we first saw her, people thought she was a boy because essentially there is no gender there on whether it's boy or a girl within the lab. They're just subjects. Yeah. So to speak. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's not Nina. It's that what what would be the plural? Um, you, it would just be niñas, ah. Like, ninoz and niñas. Still could fit, though. It still could fit, to be honest. Yeah.
0: It was interesting, because when you said that, when you said about bringing them together, hmm. it made me think, oh, that's kind of what, like, a thing is. Like, that just kind of, that just, that's really interesting. I didn't think about that. I was just thinking, it's a someone else project, but they're just not saying who it actually is. But that. Yeah, that's actually a bit. Currently, like the episode thing it lists as chapter five,
1: so to speak, being in the Nina project, and then chapter seven being the massacre at Hawkins lab. So there is enough of a gap that we can kind of plant the seed there and then we can go to the massacre after. Kind of is like it in the
0: dive, number six.
1: Dive is number six, yes. Yeah, so you've got five, yeah. then the dive. And then, then seven. Then. Yes. Sorry, yeah. So I don't wanna say is it going to be kind of like season two when we have a little subplot happening and then a massacre at Hawkins Lab is kind of the everything coming together because then obviously episode eight is Papa. So I wonder if that kind of thing is going on. I, Because if you think, we actually never really know why they're using kids. The book says, obviously, that... It would be like the perfect, the perfect subject, right? Or well, it's actually never really properly gone into. We know there has been kids before, but they were in suspicious minds. They were never really deemed yeah. good enough, but it was never really got into. So is this the general, is this literally the name of the project? Then we're getting right back to it. of figuring out why Brenner and or the lab in general, because obviously we know it existed before him. Um, yeah. Why this was a thing that had to occur. That's the only thing I can think of why we then saw that teaser. Because obviously we know we saw it because of the massacre happening. But why, why are we getting it
0: then? No, well, I mean, I'm trying to think of it from like a scientific point of view as well, of why things might be called certain things. Nina could have been someone who started the programme. She could be a scientist. Um, she could be like, she could be the lady in the heels, and she could actually be a scientist who's like started the whole project, and who essentially not that obviously Brenner was like the lead of all of it, but like it could be a little named after her. It could be something, you know, like it's it could be those that kind of aspect mm. of it, and and I think the reason why children might be used in something like that. Um, because I mean actual MKUltra, a lot of the experiments were on adults as well. And it was, because um, Oh my god, the name's just gone from my head.
1: MonTalk. MonTalk, that's it. It was Montauk that was the one that was apparently using kids. So
0: Well this is the is like MKUltra was a lot of adults because obviously with scientific studies you have to get consent from the participants and um, that's a lot of sort of the grey area with MKUltra is that people didn't, they weren't given complete informed thing of what they were signing up for. So their consent was not complete informed consent. Um, but obviously with children, you then have to have a parent sign the consent form, but you still do have to talk to the child. And obviously we have like Callie who has been taken um, and was kidnapped essentially, um, and L is not there through her own accord, Elle was also literally kidnapped. Um, But I think from, if you think about kind of like, like from other books and other things, children are more said to be more susceptible to the other, aren't they? It's children, animals, and people close to death are supposed to be the, Uh, more exposed to what is other because their minds are like closer to a different like realm because either they've just come from there because they've just been born and they've not been alive that long so where were they before or they're close to death at which point they're close to the next thing so it could be that they were seen like they use children because children's minds are more open so more easily manipulated
1: yeah, I can see that, yeah. It is interesting, though, that we're bringing this up now. I mean, yeah, it was covered in season one, and kind of season two, but also not really in season two. But we're bringing it up now in season four, and we're having all these things back about the lab, and how everyone's coming back, and how Ella's was clearly still been followed in some sense, because how do they know that we're in random town that we still technically don't know the name of, but everyone knows the name of, um, in California? Um... Like, it doesn't make sense. How was how, how that happening? Because in, there's no reason why people should know where she is, really. Like, they're 44-plus hours away in a drive. That Unless they're tracking everyone else still. So, obviously, like, Mike and all of
0: that. That's the only, that's the only possible way. It all goes down when Mike gets there, possibly. Um, because why now? Why yeah. have they just found her now? Exactly. Unless it is like a Firestarter situation where mm. her powers come back and the explosion of the power coming back causes them to be on her. Because in Firestarter, Charlie and her dad are sort of finally caught. Charlie does something which causes there to be a big thing and that is then spotted because it's not it's not ignored. It's just something I will bring up them, because I feel like we missed
1: this, and I I definitely missed this in the teaser as well. Um, there were a few things we missed, actually. We'll clarify that. So, um, obviously, in Will's room, Will is also there. I missed it. You literally, he's hes an arm that appears. So you got Will, Mike, and Jonathan having an argument over something. Yeah. I still think that's because Elle was gone, because she is nowhere to be seen, but yeah. whatever. Mike and Will, people suggesting that they're looking down at Elle. Because his gaze is a bit lower, rather than kind of looking out of the car,
0: in the pizza van. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I'm going to presume that when Will looks round, that's when the vans have appeared. But the thing that is interesting, and you, and you reminded me because you said about Firestarter, um, that when they're in the roller rink, all the eyes are on Elle, like rolling around mocking her essentially. And people have suggested online, is that going to be her like her big carry moment? Yeah,
0: so the powers
1: come back. Yeah, or even if it's not fully, is it going to be something happens in that moment? It all goes wrong, so to speak. And Mm -hmm. that's how people
0: know where she is. That's so public as well. We could roll a rink with loads of people in it. That's really public. Going to presume there'd be CCTV and all that kind of stuff
1: as well. And if we know that they're monitoring where people are and that kind of thing. So, you know what I mean? Maybe it's something like that then. But then, long story short, still. Mike
0: should not be visiting because he seems to be a catalyst for most things happening. funny how the Dungeon Master decides what happens in the campaigns, isn't it? It is. It's, it's really funny. It's almost as if the whole thing is a massive game in itself. I feel like we jumped really into the Nina Project. Um, and I feel like we should just read through all of the episode titles before we go any further. Just so that people know... In case they miss. The actual wonder that was Strange Things Day last week. <laughs> um,
1: so yeah, so we have technically in this order. I'm doubting a few, but there we go. Um, episode, oh, chapter one, uh, Hellfire Club. Chapter two, Beckner's Curse. Uh, chapter three, The Monster and the Superhero. Chapter four, Dear Billy. Chapter 5, The Nina Project, Chapter 6, The Dive, Chapter 7, The Massacre at Hawkins Lab, Chapter 8, Papa, and Chapter 9, The Piggyback. So, what is interesting about these titles is that in... And this is something that I think a lot of people noted. In some languages, the titles are different. Um, so, one that is interesting is Chapter 3, first of all. I'll start here. So, The Monster and the Superhero... In various different languages, it translates to a uh, superheroine, essentially. So we know it is a female superhero of some variety. Um, chapter nine: The Piggyback. In a lot of the different languages, it seems to translate as like infiltrating or just like getting a head up on things. Um, but then you have other ones. And it's things like 11's plan. Um, so particularly in Russian.
0: That's so different because that's not even like a literal definition. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the, it, for variations of language, you mm-hmm. have to have like for something to make sense in another language the language cannot, you cannot have a literal translation because literal translations don't work because specific words don't exist mm. in specific languages. Like, this is a really stupid example, but in French, Tom Riddle's middle name is not Marvolo. It's Elvis because Marvolo doesn't exist at all in any form of the French language. But in order for hit Tom Riddle, Tom... Marvel like Elvis Riddle to still spell I am Lord Voldemort the the word that fits is Elvis so that's his middle name um in I don't even think his last name's Riddle like I want to say like things are so different um and that's like a really silly example but it's one of the reasons why you will have variations so piggyback to mean slightly different things makes sense in Mm. that sense but there's no way piggyback translates to 11's plan. That makes no sense. Yeah, so you have the French translation. Um Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, uh,
1: Italian translation is il piano. Uh, Portuguese, um, I please excuse the pronunciation. Il plano de onze, so the plan of 11. Uh, Russian translation, plan di um 11's plan. So it's, it's interesting. So clearly there's something going on in that episode where I'm guessing Eleven has made a plan. It could be literally that it's a general overview and that it's something like, literally it's her plan and her plan is infiltrating into, you know what I mean? It's it's something like that. So it it all comes under it. but it is odd. I think the one that intrigues me as well is obviously that the monster and the superhero were hiding the fact that it is a, a female superhero that is involved. So to me then that suggests something more Eleven-based, especially when we said that I am the monster. I've that in season one. Um, they're the main ones to me that I'm thinking are a bit odd. To me, this suggests as well that it is maybe fitting with the idea that some of the titles may be hiding some things and may not be the actual
0: titles. And if different languages mean different things, that's not making me feel as silly for being like, Nina means, like, girl. (laughs) Like, because it could just be Nina. It could just be someone called Nina. Hmm. But if they're all meaning things in different languages and they're using different like Yeah, Nina. And also if you think about it,
1: this is this is going deeper than it probably should be. But if you are doing a project of that kind of thing, are you really gonna use I know that Nina is also a name, but are you really gonna wanna use an English word, so to speak. Yeah that's Obviously, I don't think someone who stumbles upon it is going to figure out the Nina Project is, oh, we're working with kids. But if you're changing the language and then pronounce it as the Nina Project, it's kind of a bit more,
0: you know. Yeah. Um, It does have a... um, It does have, like, the accent over one of, like, the second N. Okay. But, um... They wouldn't write that, would they? Because then it would give away. Exactly. The fact that it's yeah. not the English Nina. No, exactly. It would be very cool if it was that.
1: Hmm. Like,
0: because that's very niche.
1: Like, it is to very pick niche. on.
0: And like I said, it doesn't, it's not chi- like it's not child, it is specifically girls. And obviously, we do know from the comics that there were boys, but they were at, like, the boys were adults, weren't they? Most of the actual kids were girls. And obviously we saw that little tease and I think we can
1: assume there is a boy or two in there. It's still generally just very neutral. And I do think knowing what song they gave in the teaser, it's it's just very odd. Especially since if you think about it in the teaser as well, they're being observed. Yeah. So did we kind of literally see the Nina projects in action?
0: That's really interesting. Hmm. I don't, I don't think Nina's a person. No. It also could stand for something. It could stand for something. Yeah. It could be an acronym. Like, I don't know, National Investigation. Not adults. Not adults.
1: <laughs> something like that. Should we move away from the Nina Project? I feel like we're very stuck on the Nina Project. And yes. I didn't expect to be stuck on this one, to be honest, because I feel like there's a lot more interesting ones to talk about. <laughs>
0: I was going to say the monster and the superhero, I had a theory that um, that's the project episode. Like, mm. L Will's project Oh, uh, yeah, that could work. Because I, I was just thinking it's literally Hopper is the superhero. Like, I was just being a bit more, like, not as deep, deep in my analysis. I was just like, I think that's just going to be the, the thing. Um, oh, maybe no, that would be nice,
1: though. Maybe the translations are wrong. And, you know what? <laughs> Hopper
0: can be the superhero. Because I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see the buyers in episode one, to be honest. I just, honestly, I was just like, I think that's what it will be. Um, And also, it's quite funny, isn't it? Because um, Elle's project has Hopper as a superhero who cracked a code and was able to save people. Hmm. And Will's project has a hero who cracked a code and was able to help save people. But then, because of governments, both died. Look at that. Funny. It's like the government is the monster. Almost.
1: A lot of people are surprised to see Vecna and Hawkins National Lab Massacre becoming public knowledge so soon. Mm. So am I. Uh, If you've been keeping up with things on the internet, um, which (laughs) I'm sure a lot of you have, uh, Vecna is one of particular uh, interest to a lot of people. Mm. Um, Won't go into it too much because... (laughs) Very much spoiler territory, and we want to keep it not as spoilery as that, yeah. to be honest.
0: I, I am not as surprised that The Massacre of Hawkins Lab is, because I just feel like we, we were given that anyway. I am incredibly surprised about Vecna's curse. I cannot believe that this is in there. See, I was until
1: this morning. Because I remembered that the Hellfire Club was the episode before, and I feel like they're going to pass it off as Vecna's Curse is the name of the campaign. That makes perfect sense. That's what I think they're going to do. I think that's the campaign they're going to be playing, um, and it's going to be due with Vecna, and in typical Stranger Things 2 fashion, um, the Vecna... Or the, as it was in season two, the mind player is going to have a particular focus later on in the season. However, that does not make sense in the later episode titles. That yeah. is the only thing that, which makes you think the episode titles are not in the right order. Because I don't know why the Hawkins Lab is that late in the game. Yeah, and why Papa is episode eight. Because that doesn't really fit in with... Okay, so this is... I'm Okay, I'm looking forward to season four. I'm very much looking forward to season four. But this is where my issue with it is coming. Because... And I'm sure it's one of those things where you'll see it, and it will make perfect sense, and all the storylines will fit in. But it just feels like there's a lot of things... And I don't quite know how we're getting there. Because within these titles, I don't know what Hopper's doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, where's Hopper? Where's um, Victor Creel? Where's, like, this is the thing. I d- it does feel like they aren't particularly in order. It does make sense in the regards of the Hellfire Club comes before. And yes, yeah. it could absolutely be, like, the name of the campaign. And I have been buzzing Uh, all week since Stranger Things Day, to talk about what Vecna is within D&D, so we'll get onto that in a second. Um, But yeah, it's like, who, what else is there? Unless these are the titles, and these are the actual titles, so that it kind of puts off what is actually going on in the episode.
1: It makes sense. Actually, if you do think of ones from season three, yeah, you could kind of figure out what was going on. But, so, like, the Massacre at Horgan's Lab gives you real Battlestar Core more vibes, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, you know that something's going to be going on and going down in those situations. But it does feel off. I wouldn't be surprised if one and two were in the correct order. Well, obviously, we, I'm, we've been told that Hellfire Club is episode one. Yeah. And I think Wagner's Curse makes sense. Plant the seed early. But it does seem... Cause this is where the issue comes, where if you haven't if you haven't seen anything online, Vecna is gonna mean nothing to you. Yeah. And like this is the thing, if
0: and I'm being really careful of how to word any of this. That's I the thing. actually will just preface what you're about to say with if you do not want to be potentially spoiled. Hmm. Do not when we've said before like We don't talk about set pictures that you could find them online if you do not want to be potentially spoiled. Obviously, we don't know what is actually true or not because there's lots of things online. Don't search for this. Especially don't search for Beckner Stranger Things. (laughs) Yeah, do not search for Beckner Stranger Things because you will be spoiled. And if this is real, if what has been said is real, Mm. it's a big spoiler And to be honest, I'm a little bit annoyed that I saw it. Um, Mm. I'm still in the thing of... I also technically don't know
1: how much of a spoiler this is. Because there's so much going on within the season. Yes. Um, But yeah, don't... Do not search... If you don't want to know anything, do not search Vector Stranger Things. But yeah, as we were saying, if, if you have been keeping up with all that kind of thing and have seen bits... Online, which I know that a lot of people, whether that be on Tumblr, Reddit, wherever, have, it does come across old that we're now kind of going, here it is. Which makes you think it is literally like a season two situation where, give you the name, unless it isn't, unless it isn't what people were thinking it is. And it's a, it's throwing people off.
0: I've just had a potential theory. Go for it. Is the house cursed? Makes
1: sense. I mean, that's what we've said, really, that with Victor Creel. Why is that happening? Because I don't think he... Why well, he obviously did it, but I don't think he did it. Because even if this is... Even if what we know... is Say it is true, the stuff we know. Why? Why? <laughs> like, literally, what? Why? That's the thing.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't it be interesting if the curse is... Like, the house is cursed. Because, obviously, we know the house is being investigated by Scoop's Troop slash the party minus Mike, well, and Elle. Yeah. um, And also Nancy. Uh, Not visiting her boyfriend. How peculiar. Oh, no. mm, trouble in paradise. But, no, like, it's... It's... That's interesting. I wonder if there is a curse and that curse is caused... Mm. But and, and they're just like as you said, like as they use the mind flayer yeah. as like a symbol, like you know, they use it from D and D to show this monster. Mm. What if they're using Vecna as a descriptive yeah, just a D and D term for what it actually is there and what is actually causing the curse. So we'll go into it a little bit because
1: we'll describe it in pure D and D terms of what
0: what a Vecna. Um, actually, is the Vecna is one of the greatest villains in D anD D. It was originally um, like in the first edition, the 1979 edition, which would have been the only edition out at this particular time because the second edition came out in 1990. Um, the like hand and eye and Vecna were mentioned because um, it was kind of. It was like it was destroyed but the hand and the eye Were the only things that were left um, In advanced years The Vecna was considered to be more Of like a myth Or a legend um, But Obviously then it becomes Something which was sort of playable um, There's some other names For the Vecna which I find really interesting It's um, A neutral evil one um, And it, the Vecna started As a powerful wizard so, like the human form of the Vecna was was a powerful wizard, um, and then sort of eventually became like the Vecna. Um, but the other names are Lord of the Rotted Tower, the Undying King, and the Whispered One. There are other names as well, but those are the three that really stuck out with me when it came to like Stranger Things related stuff. Um, it's very destructive and evil Keeps a lot of secrets, has magic Hidden knowledge, quite intriguing um, And also I find it really interesting That the Vecna, um Originally had a right hand man uh, Who betrayed him and it was Kaz the Bloody Handed who actually was a vampire um, So Vecna is one of the greatest Yeah, one of the greatest villains you can ever encounter Within d and um, So this sort of seems You know like Playing with the big yeah. So this is from
1: the fifth edition, which obviously they wouldn't have had back then, but it, it's still interesting. This bit that it's de- uh, it's a description for a Nothic, it's, and a Nothic um, is a wizard who wants godlike supremacy, and they want to gain that knowledge, and they're reduced to creeping, tormented monsters by a dark curse left by a Vecna. Um, and that they have no awareness of their former selves. They just stick to the shadows and haunting places. Rich with magical knowledge. Drawn by memories and impulses that they can't quite understand. Um, now obviously I don't quite know. I, I don't really know if this was in the earlier editions. Or if this is something that's been added into later editions. But I think the idea um, that they're drawn by like, memories. And they don't quite understand what's going on. Because they couldn't get that. And they've been left this by... Beckner's curse so to speak um, we can apply that almost to Victor krill because why are we mm-hmm. seeing a scene from the I'm gonna presume it's like the ni- it was the 1950s the I think
0: yeah
1: um, and obviously I think obviously will plays a wizard and a cleric but I think in this situation we could apply that to L uh, who is obviously our mage and, um, and we well, you know she doesn't have her powers. Um, But I'm going to presume that she's going to want Hopper back and she's going to be looking for ways to get Hopper back. So does this
0: lead her susceptible
1: um, to Vecna, so to speak?
0: I also find it really, really interesting that most of our knowledge of Vecna and also like within D&D and playing D&D because in the first edition, the hand and the eye of the Vecna were only mentioned in the Dungeon Master's Guide. Um, and obviously like Matt and Rostaffer play D&D uh, We know they play D&D They clearly have more of an understanding Of the Vecna from future editions um, And I think it's interesting that A lot of the information that you get About a Vecna comes from the version that They didn't even have then comes from multiple versions over the years in which the Vecna has been expanded upon. And that is something that has been noticed actually with the party positions as well, because I think the mage wasn't
1: in the original edition, but somehow Mike's like, for oh, El's mage. Um, so, uh, yeah, I agree that they're clearly getting it from later stuff. So I think in a way, even though, yeah, we should only be listening to the first edition... Or the issue they would have But I I don't think it's unreasonable to say We're going to be drawing inspiration From various (laughs) different sources Within this And
0: maybe Maybe this is deeply over analytical Swifty in me But I don't think anything Matt and Ross do is a One mistake or two coincidence Hmm. I don't think they've made a mistake By using other volumes Like them using like Mage and stuff, I don't think that's a mistake I don't think the information, like, because obviously the Vecna did exist in version one, but not at the extent that the Vecna exists within D&D now. Um, And I think that they would know that. I don't think that's something that they would miss. I feel like there's too many, and I'm going to put these in quotation marks, mistakes for it to be something that they're just missing. It is very particular. I think that's, it's particular Parts of it as well
1: I, I will still stand by it until season 4 it Proves me absolutely wrong That there is a multiple timeline Multiverse Situation happening here um, One thing I do find interesting That if Vecna is our big thing What's happened to the mind player? <laughs> oh yeah where, where where Where's the mind player? And where is this working in the hierarchy? I mean I'm, I'm presuming that Vecna is our god essentially our deity if we're speaking in dnd terms but the mind flayer. i don't think the mind flayer died no no like it's because also it was very clear that in season three it was only part of him um that was left out um so and they just what are they doing in there like oh, that can just like, excuse me it's my turn now
0: like <laughs> I have been waiting for my moment for years Step aside In the upside down Yeah but, but like that's a genuine thing Because also like we had a demogorgon At the end of season three We did actually
1: Yeah I forgot about that minor tiny subplot Demogorgons
0: in Russia Are we going to have demogorgons? We're just going to have I, I think yeah I think demogorgon plots could be Russia Unless this is like a dark tower Stephen King situation Where oh, Could be Within the Dark Tower, all of these things live. Mm. And it could just be that as more, like, cracks come up from the upside down into our world Mm. or, like, into Hawkins, as it spreads, more of these beings and deities can kind of come out of the... Come out of it and and suddenly start to kind of take over more and more suddenly we're getting not just demogorgons but demogorgons and mind flayers and now we're having demogorgons mind flayers and the Vecna. you know maybe all of these kind of things can come for almost as if it's a campaign and the big bad gets worse the more levels you play almost isn't it it's almost like Mm. that but that's just a theory I'm getting quite stressed that that's an actual genuine potential theory that could be happening. Yeah, I feel like the more that we talk
1: about it, the more it's like, makes sense, doesn't it,
0: really? Shall we talk about something also equally stressful? Is it Billy? Um,
1: <laughs> Billy! So we got we got a little thing about this. It said, The Billy will appear like nightmares to Max. The dear Billy is Max's letter as a coping mechanism. We said something like this, actually, when we saw the title. Um, we're not the biggest fans of Billy, uh, <laughs> if you couldn't tell. But I think approaching it in that way, because um, we, we know... We know that there is a school counsellor, gonna presume Max is talking to says school counselor. Um, and I think one of the big things that she kind of has is that she finally kind of sees her brother as her brother in season three. And then he dies in front of her. And I think if that's if that isn't something to give you trauma, um, it'll be that. So I, I do agree, I think it's gonna be letters or something and just like the things that she wishes she could say or things things like that i think that seems logical
0: yeah i the second i saw it said "Dear billy i genuinely thought it would be like a um like a dear evan hansen type situation i know he's writing his letters to himself but i kind of saw them as like a yeah dear Billy I mean you know their relationship whilst in season three she did see him more as her brother and there was more of a kind of thing there which I still wish we'd seen the actual like evolution of because we went from absolutely hating him to being expected to love him I was like yeah and she she wanted him to be sort of okay and obviously we don't know what's happened within her family as well because that's her mum's stepson and that's her dad's her like stepdad's son you know like what's happened there and and sort of the realities of that, and they're also probably dealing with the fact that Max was there, and what was Max, what was Max's knowledge of that, and yeah, we know that Billy's dad wasn't
1: great, um, no. really not to give Billy any kind of sympathy. I I just don't like I don't like the guy, um, but we know that his dad wasn't brilliant. We know that his dad didn't say the nicest things, and um, we see that in like the flashback sequence, so we know that Billy is kind of Billy because of
0: mm-hmm. his dad,
1: and if you think about like his position, that he's lost his son, he doesn't really... We don't really see much of his relationship with Max's mum, does he really have a reason to stay around? That's the thing, that he doesn't, like he's... Or, we're only, you who knows. we married into this family, and now we we've moved to this random place in the middle of nowhere Indiana and I've now lost my son. So what's the yeah. point? And I, I'm not saying that's the right decision, but I wouldn't be surprised if that what that's what happens.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what happens with that. But I wonder if it is like a the things that you wish you could have spoken to him about yeah. while he was alive because your relationship was very like turbulent, like things you could have just even just telling him about her day,
1: because mm. like, we
0: know that in Max's book they had moments where
1: they did get along, and there were moments where they thought each other were cool and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So there was some kind of relationship there, and then that changed. Um, so yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think it'd be things like I wish we could almost go back to how things how things were, and very Hopper's letter. I
0: I really I I can really see that I think that out of all of them that was the most obvious uh, title and kind of most logical reason
1: that's also a title I wouldn't be surprised if it changed slightly yeah I don't know if it won't change a lot it'll still be around but I wouldn't be surprised if it was just the title reads something a little odd but then we had Holly Jolly which I think we we did have Holly Jolly so you know that, that could work
0: Yeah. Shall we? Because I would like to know your opinion on this. Episode 8. Papa. Do we think that is part of the Massacre at Hawkins Lab flashback? Or do we think that that is actual genuine he is not dead? Papa. So
1: this is interesting because we had a comment about this saying, Papa is interested to me. I don't know if this guarantees he's alive or if the episode is flashback heavy with him. Um, they said. Also, do you think with it being nine episodes, do you think we'll get a full subplot um, episode like season two, episode seven? We've kind of answered that bit, but I will put that in with it because I think they all kind of slot together. To be honest, um, yeah i I think he's alive. Personally, I think Matthew Modine seems to be. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't know. Matthew
0: Modine. He's toasted. having the time of his
1: life to be honest.
0: Oh my god. I thought it was so funny because Matthew Modine went absolutely ham. On the posting Every It's not even like He posts when things happen Like yeah. when there's like Trailer releases and stuff Like he does post about them But every like Every I Just like open my Instagram And he's like Season four is coming And I'm like Thank you Matthew Like thank you This is so great Like he just like I mean I love the enthusiasm But it just makes me think That there is much more involvement Than um Like he He, he seems very excited it could just be That he's excited to be back On the show And like to Sort of have more of where kind of the Eleven and Brenner kind of whole situation, sort of what was going on with that and stuff. He could just be really excited about that, but I kind of feel like maybe he's not. Maybe there's... I think if... I'll give the reverse for this, because I, I think he is alive. I think...
1: I'll go by the logic. And I think that Duff said this as well. If we wanted him dead, we would have shown him die. Um, But if he is dead, I think... Probably interesting, especially going into episode, um, yeah, especially going into chapter nine with the piggy bag or Eleven's plan, as some countries know it as. Um, is it going to be kind of thing of this is the thing that Elle needs to do to unlock mm-hmm. the powers properly? This has kind of been like the block on them, essentially that she, yeah, that he's the terrible wound, so to speak that Callie spoke about in season two, and it's he, she needed to work through this to
0: be fully her. Her powers stop when she gets a terrible wound. Absolute crazy theory here. Go. That was the (gasps) Vecna.
1: It's not. It's absolutely not. It's not. It's not. But that would be a cool little Susan Tiri strike. Wouldn't Wouldn't it it
0: be funny if he was the Vecna? I know he's probably not, but like what genuinely though. That would be interesting, wouldn't it, if it was like someone that's been that like the whole time. Mm. He's not.
1: But <laughs> it would be it would it'd be fun. It it would be fun, I think. I just feel like there's more to him. He's always been portrayed a bit of an odd character. Maybe it's but then part of me is almost like keep him as the human villain because I think the human villains are almost Worse? Yeah, because like I... I mean, I'm very excited for what this the plot is, to be honest. And oh, yes, yeah, I was year, incredibly yeah. excited for the Mind Flayer and whatever. But I think it's the same kind of thing I would say about where having loads of numbers kind of... It doesn't ruin it for me, but it kind of takes the heat away from L mm-hmm. being a number. That I think by having people you think being the human villain suddenly being you know not so human villain it really kind of makes you think oh okay so it you know it it is (laughs) i know it's a supernatural show but it's always been supernatural but rooted in
0: humanity yeah
1: humanity and reality or lack
0: lack of humanity yeah
1: exactly and i think sometimes people can just be bad without there being a reason like it's because they're possessed. You know what I mean? That sometimes people are just
0: awful people and that's what
1: makes them good characters.
0: And I think that like I obviously, you know, nightmares are a thing. I have been scared by many a supernatural entity in my life from horror films and things. Um but I'm always gonna be more creeped out when it comes to things that are real. Like when it comes to when it comes to things where you think that could actually happen. Like one of the scariest horror films In my opinion is The Strangers And that's because they're just people Like that would scare me Watching that freaks me out more than any Like supernatural horror film I mean think but, of
1: Billy in season 2 For example That moment when Billy turns up And he literally like pins Lucas to the wall He his yeah. things That's horrible And, and people, just... but
0: people do that Yeah exactly And he's horrible Yeah
1: because he's not a good person, but then season three comes on and he's possessed and we suddenly get a redemption arc. And I don't think the redemption really worked for a lot of people, because was like, oh, so now he's possessed, we see a reason why this is all happening. And it's like... Yeah. Well, he
0: wasn't possessed in
1: season two. No, he was just awful. Like No, yeah, like, he's just an awful person. Yeah, and I know that they say things like, we knew this was going to happen in season three with Billy, this was always kind of the plan. And I think, yeah... But I think with someone like Brenner, going back to that point, keep him as a human villain. Like don't don't add another supernatural element
0: to him. Just keep him keep him that. Yeah. I okay. agree. No, I agree. I I am interested by, by it being called Papa. Because I'm interested that there's a massacre at Hawkins Lab and Papa. That makes me think there's more to it. Or absolute out of their thing, that is a Hopper
1: and El reunion episode.
0: Oh. Oh. That's kinda cute. It won't be. I didn't think we were gonna get there with their reunion. No. Like I don't think it will be.
1: But it's enough of a throw off title that you'd think it's about that, but then actually. Yeah, it's so coming together, or at least she knows that he's alive, so maybe it's a sense of she knows they're both alive in that episode,
0: and maybe. Uh, you know what does that mean? Maybe she's exploring the meaning of like what, what does papa, what does dad mean, who is dad? Yeah, it, yeah, it makes sense because I think it we've said
1: before that the relationship between Elle and Brenner is very odd in a sense because. In some way, even though he isn't great, he isn't this, he isn't that. In her mind, he is always going to be her her dad, in in some sense of the word, because you know that he's literally been there the entire time. And then, even though Hopper has shown her essentially what a dad actually is, her mm-hmm. mind is always going to think that this is this is what it is. So it, it will be interesting.
0: I think, see what happens. Happens with there. I also feel like we've said about the massacre at Hawkins Lab, and we've just assumed it's going to be that flashback. But I feel like that could just be so many other things as well. Like, do you know who else is like, a, a massacre? Is multiple people, isn't it? But like, we sort of been like, oh, we know what that episode will be, and I reckon that's what's going to throw us off the most. I reckon there's going to be stuff in the massacre at Hawkins Lab which we even know like that's going to be such a shock.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be our villain reveal episode. Yeah such a throw off title for us to be like, we've seen that teaser trailer, we know what that episode's about. Yeah. I think all that will be in it. I do think it will be um like that message. I think it will be
1: a I will call it a subplot episode, so to speak, in terms that will be our episode that'll be our episode seven of season four. Um but yeah, I think that's gonna be our at the end of that. That's gonna be our our villain appears and that leads into papa and then that leads into the piggyback or elephant's plan
0: we also haven't spoken about the hellfire club because once again we've been like we'll know what that is but that's like our establishing episode like loads of things are going to be established in that episode i do think the hellfire club's going to be a more literal thing i think it is going to be yeah
1: you know what? actually we might see will now in that episode then i know i said i don't think we'll see them in episode one but i think we might we'll all we'll... We'll see some kind of sense. I don't know if
0: we're going to see the shots from the California trailer, but... No, maybe it's, like, the end of the episode, like, in episode one of season two, where I was at the very end. Yeah, it'd be something like that,
1: I think. Um, I think, obviously, we're going to see the Hellfire Club. We'll see. We'll meet Eddie. Finally. Yeah,
0: meet Eddie.
1: Yeah, we'll meet him. We'll see how he's working with everyone. Presume we're going to have some angsty Mike. Um, (laughs) I think that's going to be a given. We're going to have some of that. Um... And I think it's going to be interesting to see where everyone's kind of left off because are we going to be acting on the assumption of we we literally haven't seen them from a year or are we going to be jumping straight in with here's three years to keep you up to date? I, I'm interested to know how that episode is going to lay out because we're obviously going to have the here's what you missed thing that Netflix gives when it's been yeah. a while between. But I... I wonder if we're going to have some more kind of, like, establishing scenes, especially since it seems to be a season of flashbacks and mm-hmm. going back in time. So I wonder if there's going to be kind of, like, a lead up with certain moments of like happen happened with them. So we kind of know where they've left off. Because I'm going to... I mean, we kind of assume, if you've seen that wonderful picture of Mike running up a hill and Dustin, that Lucas isn't with them, so... Are we gonna see how they've been left off? Are they even really talking that Max isn't with them either? So something's clearly happened here. So I, I think it's gonna be kind of like a here's where we all are. Here's how high schools changed us kind of episode more than anything, and just because obviously they've been they've been at school now for a few months at that point, so it's not yeah, it's not going to be fresh into a new. and I'm quite annoyed actually we're not seeing them like that, but maybe they will do that. Maybe we'll see them a little bit in the September time. Or in the October, if we're going from when the buyers have left. And um, we'll see It's a tiny bit like that, them settling in and then going straight into here's actually where we've left them. But I do think we'll see some of the satanic stuff that people think's happening because that was given at the end of season three. And just, it's going to be a real, I think it'll be a real Hawkins episode. I don't know if we're going to see much
0: else. Yeah. Technically, they had high school. They actually started high school. When Ellen, Will are still at Hmm. Hawkins. So, will Will and Elle there? Yeah, would they have started high school in Hawkins and then transferred?
1: Yeah, so are we going to see that? Are we going to see them there with them and then the group kind of falls apart when Ellen will go? Like, I don't. Maybe. Or or did they keep them off? Who who knows? I don't
0: know. But yeah, if you guys need a reminder of what happened in season one to three of Stranger Things we have a whole podcast so while you're waiting for season four Mm. which will be summer 2022 I have a theory on this though I I think they say summer this is is my
1: tinfoil hat theory they say summer but technically summer term starts after spring break so if they want to give it in May (laughs) that would be great
0: well, I calculated that when Elle says this is day 185, um, I calculated that 185 days from Stranger Things Day is May 12th, It was I something think. like that, yeah. It was like a Tuesday. Um, So, you know, could be that it is May, and that was a little hint of uh, it'll be 185 days from now. Because they didn't give us a set date. They just said summer. Yeah. Which is interesting to me. Yeah, that's
1: that's That's our little theory on that um I'm gonna give one final thought, and they said that the season will be dark action packed from start to finish based on the episode titles. I agree. I think throughout this, whether some of them are fake or not there's it's it's very it's very varied, and it's a lot of big words like massacre so <laughs> it's gonna be intriguing, but in terms of where you can listen to us catch up, there are many places you can do that. Um, and those places are Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music and Audible.com at Hawkins Do You Copy. And then on our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at
0: Hawkins Podcast. And then on YouTube and Tumblr, Hawkins Do You Copy. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Hawkins Do You Copy podcast. And we will see you next week over and